Welcome to Nerdables episode 439. We're back from Comic-Con and we got some brand new news. So we discussed what we saw at Comic-Con, some of the changes that have been made, how the floor was different and whatnot. We got some news about the Marvel MCU. That's right, Marvel invaded Hall H and they dropped information about the rest of phase four, phase five, and even gave us some phase six news, including two Avengers movies. We also talked about the Marvel TV announcements and the animated announcements. And we also talk about DC and the DCEU and where they're headed and what was announced and what wasn't announced at Comic-Con. So we're going to call this one Nerdables episode 439. Welcome back, Comic-Con. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Welcome, guys. I would ask you if you have Comic-Con fatigue, but you were there one day, so... Oh, I still have fatigue. <sighs> I forgot. Uh, well, I had fatigue on Sunday. I didn't do anything on Sunday. I didn't mm. even get out of bed till 12. Really? I was tired. Oh, I was tired. A lot of walking that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird to think that was only a week ago. That feels like a month ago. Oh, it feels like so long ago. Mm-hmm. It was just like when we were there, when I saw my friend Ashley, I was like, yeah, I haven't seen you since Celebration, which was... Two months? Holy crap. It's only been two it's only been two months since it felt like I went to celebration last year. It was yep. just like not so much other stuff going on in between all these things. It's just oh mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It feels like everything's going slow and then you turn around and you're like, wait a minute. Like you just told me he's like, Yeah, the hit the, the his tank came out of your account in t- sixteen days. Oh crap. That's, <laughs> that's coming up quick. So uh Comic Con felt like Comic Con of old. With a few exceptions. There was a couple times you're going, wait, something's different. Something's odd here. Um, the massive amount of people was the same, it felt like. No, it, it did in some places. Oh, sure, I'll give you But that. The, where places were, you know, the places you used to go to, so you weren't in the mass. Yes. You know, around all the, the big, big, big booths. Those places were pretty dead. Yes. Um, walking along the back wall, especially in the morning, which is usually fairly dead anyway, but that was really dead. Mm-hmm. And then, except take it to to Mattel. Yeah, having Mattel back there, it was. It's a weird thing. I mean, especially for me, I went. You know, what did I do? Two thousand two to two thousand eighteen, nonstop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I was going as it got bigger and bigger. We went. You know, we I, I was going when it was still just nerds who were mm-hmm. looking at booth babes going, oh, and then we just got to Nuevo. You know, did college. it got to be Twilight? No, 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 the Twilight thing was nothing. I mean, one's always, bleh. but the thing with the thing with Twilight was the thing that was happening everywhere. You had a lot of people that all of a sudden, as this geek culture starts to take over, I'm listening to a series, a podcast series that's about the rise and fall of Ant Cool News, and one of the things they oh, talk yeah, about yeah, is yeah, yeah. this thing, and it really is, and and the idea they start mentioning all these mo- movies in the late '90s and er, you know, very early 2000s, mm-hmm. the Miramax. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I used to go to all of those. And those don't exist anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Touchstone. Yeah, all that stuff. Because I'm listening to all these movies. Like, yeah, I went to see that in the theater. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, I thought that too. He talks a lot about one of the, the episodes. is a lot about Almost Famous. So I'm like, yeah, I went to see Almost Famous in the theaters twice. Yeah. I loved that movie. The movie doesn't exist anymore. Everything is Marvel, Star Wars, DC. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but one of the things they talk about is that thing of the, the acceptance of geek culture as the mainstream. You yeah. Know, when we were kids, 
kid stuff was regulated to by the time you were in high school, you threw it all away. Mm-hmm. You, I didn't let anybody in high school know that I was still I still had all my Star Wars figures. Well, that's what or my G.I. Joe figures or that I read comics. I was a total poser. I wore surf T-shirts and skate yeah. T-shirts. I mostly wore sports T-shirts because I was a fan. You know, I had baseball shirts and I had Lakers shirts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the other stuff I had, I, I probably gave it up before my junior year because every time somebody asked me about it, I, it was obvious I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Yeah. It was just to be cool. Well, everybody is in absolute love with Eddie Munson from Stranger Things right now. Stranger Things to me is not a cult thing anymore. It's just that type of that type of entertainment, that genre entertainment, the sci-fi fantasy horror is it. That's, no, no, no. That's, what I, that's popular culture now. What I was going to get to was this character is the long-haired heavy metal guy that you would see in the you know 80s early 80s that when you saw him you walked on the other side of the street from you know i was one of those guys where you had the heavy metal t-shirt on you had the jean jacket or the leather jacket ripped jeans your hair was down past your ears you had earrings you know rings and everything and you were walking around going heavy metal rules metallica you know any and serious heavy metal fan did not like metallica no no <laughs> Especially no, no by the time no, the no, black no. album came out Everybody loved Metallica until Injustice for All, the the trailer or the the video for one came out. It was a great video, but Metallica had always said, We will never do we'll never do videos because they're so mainstream. In a short subject, I'd say that all the, the, the metalheads that the, I knew. The black the black album the black, was the death. By the, the black album, I mean I, I remember um one of the guys who was really into like bands I'd never heard of. Yeah. And stuff, and I knew a little bit about heavy metal, but he brought he brought his Metallica CDs to to school to yeah. give them out to people. He's like, "This band is dead to me. Like this album sucks." Oh, it was. And I, I was remember like, when that happened. Hey, I'll, I'll take the other ones because I liked Black a lot. He's like, well, "I'm gonna give it to you. You can't like Black and take like these." I was like, okay. "No, no, no." Kill 'em all was a great album. You know, Ride the Lightning. You know, Master Puppets was the one that got people. But, but what, I'm, of- what I'm trying to say is. The character of Eddie Muntz, which was, you know, this anti, you know, social person, has now become this groupy love fest for this character, which, by the way, he probably was the most cosplayed comic or cosplayed character in Comic-Con this year. Scarlet Witch. And Scarlet Witch. Scarlet, but, I saw so way more of the Scarlet Witch. But the thing is, for, my for point is, my point is, what you're, going into, what you're saying is. But the time that Stranger Place... Stranger Things takes place, he would have been the outsider. Correct. Outsider culture has now become Main Street culture. Correct. But they try to treat themselves as outsiders again. That's one of the things with geek culture. We all think we're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're different. We're, you know, we're cool. We be whatever we want to be. We're the loners. We're the misfits. I'm wearing a we're Jurassic the... Park t-shirt. Yeah. That has one of the logos from one of the Jeeps. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people that recognize this. Oh, sure. I would have said 10 years ago, if I wore this, no one would know what the hell this is. Yeah. You know, and now you're just sort of like, yeah, that's everybody's into the same thing. And to me, as someone who was riding my bike to the comic shop when I was in junior high, who was going to the comic book store when I was in high school every week, that's one of the things I miss is this kind of Nuevo douchebag culture that's infiltrated mm-hmm. this. The toxic culture, the I like Spider-Man and therefore I'm a huge comic book fan. Right. I love comics. I've never gotten anything except Spider-Man. The guys that are Star Wars fans that only like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's the that kind of culture because it becomes 
in terms of a personality and the things you put together, geeks sure. put together their personality of, I like Star Wars, I like Raiders, I like movie making, I like monster movies, I like kaiju movies. That was your personality. Mm-hmm. Much like, you know, now we get a lot of ones like, I like Starbucks, I like Starbucks, I like Starbucks. Well, in the last 15 like years Starbucks. of me going to Comic-Con, you t- I've seen more families going and, you know, yeah. younger kids going and growing up into the culture. The thing that I see is more younger kids that hate that culture. Yeah. That are really rejecting and trying to find their own thing. And that's where the, the, the rise of manga within this culture, uh-huh. that subculture of it to me, the, the people that come in looking for manga when we had the store, all younger. Right. All 20, all, way less than 20. Oh, sure. You know, that's their culture of it. Is, yeah, I don't read Western comics. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. X-Men's stupid. Batman's dumb. I want... I was once a toilet bowl that got reincarnated as a slime yeah. or whatever. Some of those titles are amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was a teenage succubus on another planet that reincarnated as a medieval knight in the 16th century. That's the title of the book, volume yeah. 50. Like, what the hell is this? Yep. And it is. It's a culture that, for a lot of Western comic fans, can't get into. Sure. Like, there are certain mangas that I enjoy. And there's certain manga stories that I enjoy. And I know mm-hmm. a little bit about it. And the kind of the classic stuff. But that kind of really deep dive into those types of titles where people are reading them weekly and picking them up on the end. Yeah. Nothing. And I just raised my hands like, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, Arabella, you know. Mm-hmm. At first, she told me about Toilet Bowl Hakusho. Yeah. And I'm like, so it's a, it's I'm a like, sentient toilet bowl? What where do you know this from? <laughs> I watched it online. So, but to watch Comic Con change to that culture where there's a lot of people in there that really are addicted to one piece of it sure the star wars fan that then says oh i, I gotta go to comic-con yeah even though i couldn't care less about anything or else. the people that just collect pops oh fucking pops um it's a shame joke, there is no shops there that, that, joke, that joke never gets old when i'm on the other side like oh thank god there's pops in this row have you not seen as yeah Funko like, now has a whole like, village there yeah. rich rich Bethy, don't worry. This store's got pops. Just in case. The whole left side of the convention is just pops. We had to Mm. go through every single uh, shop that had pops to see if they had the Eddie Munson one. Because Arabella is obsessed with Eddie Munson. A a character that has existed for less than a season and is popular than any other character that's ever been on Stranger Things. It's really amazing. It's so amazing. It's a fascinating phenomenon. But in terms of Comic-Con, in terms like you said, differences or whatever... You know, I've seen I more dogs been, there than I've seen in year. I mean, ever. Everyone's got a service dog. Um, and dogs and strollers. That's the worst thing at Comic Con. It's the worst thing at anything. Strollers should be banned from all public places. Your kids got to learn how to walk. Either carry them or learn them how to walk. That's, that's Some it. celebrities said that about Disneyland. I've said it about Disneyland I since I started going was. back. There was some some random celebrity. I, I want to say Jonah Hill, but it wasn't. But. Jonah, Jonah Hill should because like he's got to learn how, he's got to walk too. <laughs> said that you know strollers should be banned from Disneyland. Yeah, strollers are the worst thing, especially that that weird sense of secu- of false security that people get. Oh yeah. Oh, I parked my stroller and my purse is on it, but no yeah. one's gonna take it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I the the when they moved the stroller parking to where that little box store used to be uh, next to the line for Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And that's where the stroller parking is now because they moved it across the way. And I remember sitting there and I'm looking over the thing and there's like a purse hanging on it right there. And I just looked at it as I'm in line and I'm thinking, oh, I can pay for this trip. (laughs) All I got to do is just take that purse. 
And somebody doesn't grip side pin, like, I can't believe someone Disneyland would steal my purse. Like, you put it in front of me. It's Disneyland. No People aren't changing, you know, suddenly not going yeah. to. It's like, gee, take the, take the purse with you. Like, come on. It's, I'm not leaving my cell phone on a, on, a, on a thing. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. But anyway, it, it is, it, it felt the same, yeah. But there was, some, there's a lot of it that felt the same and a lot of it. There's two things that it reminded me of, though. The, the thing that I noticed, because I had said when I was at Celebration, uh-huh. I felt like the, the people at Celebration, Celebration were more, they were nicer. They were more respectful. Sure. Especially, you know, my, my trouble coming down the escalator with the escalator was broken and I thought I was going to fall and everyone just like, no, just take your time. The woman offered like, you can hold my hand or whatever. Yeah. Like, I can, I can get down this. St-. It reinforced it when I went back and I realized, God, there's a lot of rude people at San Diego. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that. I don't know if there's, you know, there's obviously more people, but it still feels as cramped as Celebration did in, in a lot of places. But it really is just sort of well, like, celebration. how do you not, my thing with it, it, it it's the thing with everything. Like, how do you not realize how to act in public? Right. How do you stop in the middle of an aisle trying to set up a photo shoot with a dude in a Spider-Man mask, blocking everybody from going, and then get mad when someone tells you, hey, this isn't the place. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked in front of probably 200 pictures, and I did it on purpose. Like, if you're going to stop in the I middle of the you aisle. What time. <laughs> if you stop in the middle of the aisle, I'm walking in front of you. I was like, Chris, they're taking I don't nope, give a damn. Not. Yeah. I got to go. I got people behind me. I don't yeah, want to no. get pushed over. I don't What's, want a stroller to take out my ankles. I mean, I've had that happen before. What's worse is um, we're by Jack's, Jack's wear. Jack wear. What is Jack's wear? Jazz wear. Jazz wear. That's what it is. And the executives had stopped right in the middle of everything, stopping and blocking everybody from getting around even into their booth. And I'm like, of all people that should know this, yeah. it's you people. You're, you know. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> executives they're mindless idiots um, uh, but no celebration it felt like it made me realize that the star wars well think of what, vocal what I, minority doesn't go to those type right things. it is nice the move that i pulled in the, the hasbro booth where i pretended to steal that guy's poster yeah that led to him letting us know no you just have to go and pick him up and actually led us to actually go and do it yeah for the information we had missed i would have never pulled that at san diego right because it just felt like the odds are that person's going to gonna shank me. Right. You know. Well, it's, so it's celebration. That, you didn't hear anybody thing, really everybody bitching about. around. I think part of it with, with, once you get out of celebration, when you're going through different places at, at Anaheim, it's not as crowded. It is, I hate walking down ga- gas lamp. I hate when everybody stops because oh, yeah. there's a dog in an RC car. And I said, I'm like, it's like you people have never seen a fucking dog before. <laughs> the the bulldog in the RC car that yeah, everybody and they were it's running great. with it, taking and they're running pictures and they're taking the... pictures and they're stopping. And they're like, no, 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 give me a smile. No, blue steel, please. Can I wait? Hold on, I gotta get this filter going. I need a selfie with. I'm like, get out of the fucking way, Jesus Christ. That's the thing that drives me crazy. Whenever my memories come up, there's the year that I tried to go to Rock and Fish, and they wouldn't let me by myself sit at the only seat in the bar because mm-hmm. they demanded, they're like, no, we have to seat the, the party of four behind you first. And that party of four all said, we can't sit at the bar. Let him sit down. He's by himself, like taking pity on me. Like that loser's by himself at Comic-Con. <laughs> Let him go sit at the seat. And as I as I leave there and I'm going to go meet up with Sebastian and Shauna to have lunch or dinner or whatever we were doing, there's a marching band from Adult Swim or whatever. Right. Or, you know, sci-fi is like, hey, watch our newest tornado movie. <laughs> You couldn't move. 
Whoa. And I finally, <laughs> if I had done that, maybe I would have been able to get everybody to move. Holy crap. But I took the picture and I said, you see what this is? This is two, th- two million people that have never seen a marching band before in their life. Yeah. Ever. They have no idea what musical instruments are because mm-hmm. they've stopped. Like, There's a band and it's in the street. Oh my God, I got to get 40 pictures of this. I'm at Comic-Con. The next person that holds their phone up to do, look how crowded it is. I'm going to take that phone. I'm going to smash it. Well, you see, you still see people walking around with their phones recording everything. Everything. It's because they got their YouTube and you're channel. Going, what the hell They've are got you the recording? Gram. My friend wondered, like, why'd they shut down the 6th Street Bridge in, in Los Angeles? I'll tell you why. It's because of the Graham. All these idiots doing drag races and trying to do photo shoots and everything. And haircuts. You, yeah, you opened that bridge for, what, a week? And now you've closed it as you... We try to determine how to find a new way to, for people to use the bridge. That bridge exists as an actual corridor for people to get between two major parts of the city. Mm-hmm. And now it's closed because some idiot decided, if I climb up it naked and I put it on Instagram, maybe I can be an influencer for dick products. <sighs> you know, this stupid crap. And it's just, it's, it's annoying and it'll be, I'll go, you know, I still want to go. I'm going to go and I'm going to complain about it. No one can, no one can stop me. Cause there's a lot of good stuff that's in it too. There's a lot of people that complain and there are a lot of more toxic fans at Comic-Con than there are. At I think there's a the lot of people celebra- because like I think there's a lot of people that make Comic-Con the only thing they go to. Sure. And it is so different. You know, wherever we go, we go to celebration, we go to WonderCon, we go to Long Beach, we go to Kamikaze. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go to those events, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I mean, when I went to Celebration in 2015, one of the things it did is like, boy, I'm really happy for the San Diego staff because Celebration in 2015 was such a mess. Yeah. There's no organizational Nobody knew what the hell they were doing. And it was the one that made me realize, boy, if these people were in charge of Comic-Con, they would burn the convention center down. <laughs> like, it's just, this is ridiculous how bad this is. So there is something as bad as we kind of hated the... Comic-Con has made its staff has and it, people have made the right decisions over the last few years. They've closed the front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, you can't go Harbor Boulevard's closed that the entrance way is closed. They don't bring the shuttles there up there anymore. Everything in front of Comic-Con's a walkway. They did that this like year where you had to have vaccinations and had to wear masks. You had to do the mask stuff. I will say for this, a lot more people wearing masks than they did at celebration. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not everybody. I saw a lot of people with the thing where it's, you know, down at the bottom of their, Bottom of their bottom lip so that it's not covering anything. Like, you're an idiot, but okay. Yeah. And I I, I see so many creators and, and, you know, super fans or cosplayers or whatever. Like, oh, I have to rethink about going to C2E2 because I've seen the numbers after Comic-Con and there's so much COVID. Like, you think? Like, there's we got no lucky. social distancing. Hmm? We got lucky. We didn't I know I got lucky. Mm-hmm. My, one of my friends got COVID. Because Bella, was, had, Bella had, was on set on... Wednesday, and we had to go down on Monday to get tested, and I was so worried because, you know, you have to get tested before you can get on the set. And Well, you remember, you got to wait five days to make sure you're not having it. So. <laughs> but, but we uh, were like, oh, please don't. Yeah, I, went, I went and I, I got those home tests, the ones that they, you know, CVS or whatever. Home test ones are before. being, a lot of the home tests are having trouble. Some of them are coming up po- false positive. Some are coming well, false negative. As of right now, that was my best option because I don't sure. have the money to go get rapid tested every day. Sure. But every day for uh, Monday through Friday, I check myself every single day. Well, Beth's wearing a mask at her store right now because she's had most of her executives 
go out with COVID last week and two weeks. Well, then remember with masks, because masks does not keep you from keep from getting it. It keeps no. you from it. Get, it keeps you from getting it. In the idea when you're wearing it, you realize how many times you you go up to use your mask. You know, just just even at work, as I'm sorting comics, mm-hmm. I've got a you know my fingers get dry and I will lick my fingers when I'm wearing my mask. I go and wash my hands before I start dealing with a new right. set or whatever, just to make sure. But she did it. She, I mean, the first couple of days coming back from Comic Con, she wore it just because she didn't know if she was, you know, that's why I did too, positive or not. I'm in a warehouse with two other people, and I was wearing a mask because of that. Where yeah. I was just like, I know I, I tested this morning with with the home test, and it's negative, but there's a chance. And also, I'm not, you know, I've still got to wait five days and all that stuff. So I saw a lot of that that type of stuff, and I always wanted to say, like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. I mean, we knew as we went that this was a danger. It was a risk that that I took. But to go in and just be like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. One of my friends got it, but also one of the problems is her, the person that she went with it was her hotel mate invited somebody up to the hotel to hang out at the hotel that they didn't know. Yeah. That the other people didn't know. And then the way that she described it was like her friend was sick when she went. Mm-hmm. Like she was feeling bad on the plane over, and it's like that's just irresponsible. The only thing, the only thing that was really different this time was we managed to get, and because Hasbro didn't have their exclusive booth, or, you know, where you you pick up, um, we yeah. were able to get. All, I don't think that's ever coming back. No, I don't either. Uh, we were able to get all of our exclusives Wednesday night, and by doing so. It made it where we got through the floor, and there was there was a little bit less vendors, a little bit less things that we would normally stop at to go through. Like there were no trade paperback vendors anymore. The very large, the first one that Mikey and I dubbed the Bruce of Death was there. That was the one when, when I was walking with you guys down that aisle, and I looked, and I'm like, Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't I, that, that one was time. there. The one that used to have the uh, come see uh, Stanley, yeah, Stanley ones. Yeah, that one was there, and, I, and actually, I told Beth, I said, and I forgot about it. I was like. Ooh, I'm going to come back here because they had like $10 trades. Yeah, they all do because it's just... But the other thing is... But the other working the one shop, that has, has the I've three ordered bits. everything for the right. last four years that I've wanted. I, everything that I find there, when I see those pictures that I would take of my stack of stuff for years gone by, and I look at them and I go, that's a lot of trades that, mm-hmm. you know... I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't get half of these now. Yeah. As I try to be a little more picky. But but we were like, well, maybe we, do, should, but, we, you know... Five days seem like too much now because we got through. A, now, once granted, you get through the floor, the first year that Mikey and I did all four days, Mikey and I used to just go for Thursday and Friday and then we'd come home. Right. And then one of the years we went buying a four day ticket the for the next year was cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. So we bought the four day ticket and we didn't go Saturday. We went to like the, the safari park on Saturday right. or whatever. Right, right. And then the next year was um, Mikey went to do something. I think he went to SeaWorld or something. Mikey doesn't support the bad practices. And he went to SeaWorld. This was years ago. Blackfish hadn't come out yet. Um, I went to Balboa Park to go to the Natural History Museum. Sure. And I get back on the bus and I was just like, F it. I'm, I'm going back to the con. It's only like two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I walk into the con and it's busy. And then I realize this is just as busy as every other day. Yeah. And I remember calling Mikey and I said, I'm at the con. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way too. And I was like, and he came and was like, why do we skip Saturday? I don't know. And then when we started going panels, that was the big thing. Because when yep. we were doing four days of the floor, the, the, even the second day, we're like, eh, okay, yeah, we're done. Well, we I only went else. to. Then, and, and those were the, the first times we did it. Nobody discounted anything until Sunday. Right. We would hit Sunday. would just be bam, 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 bam. We would go to Mile High for three days and mm-hmm. scout. 
And I was like, I want that Infinity Gauntlet. I want that Emma Frost. And I want that Superman. And then on Sunday, I went and like, boom, 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 boom. And then just walked out with it. But, you know, this year I only did... I did the Star Wars panels. I did um, the... I did one for one day. The publishing in someone else's galaxy, mm. which was fascinating. Because that was... That was a great panel. In, in Celebration 2015, John Jackson Miller did that because it was... Did something like that, basically, like if you're writing in a Star Wars galaxy, you realize you can't write just what you do. And also the ideas of writing in, you know, technically having the idea of saying, oh, I have to use the restroom wouldn't exist in a galaxy. Coffee wouldn't even right. be calf in it. It's like it's, it'd be something else. But That's you have to do something familiar that people that are reading it, if you're making the reader stop every two paragraphs mm-hmm. to figure out what the F you're, you're talking Wikipedia, about. Wikipedia. Yeah. Just anything. Just sort of like, what does he mean by this what is this and then to figure out through context of reading yet another page oh he's in the bathroom that that but it can take you out of it a little bit too because the shadows of the um, shadows of the sith book you know he's using like ice cream and things like that in it they all do that in the new canon and, it, it, and that's some of it had been and and the more you use it the more right, less miller, you feel like you're in that because miller had miller wrote rebel dawn so he was the yes. first canon novel and he wrote one of the last ones in kenobi and one of the things he said in in kind of paraphrasing was that the new canon was expected to use a lot more of Correct. Earth terms because in service of the reader, they wanted to be able to have them pick it up right away. Right. And that the reader would sit there and say, yeah, probably it's almost as if it's translated. Yeah. You know, the word in Auberish is is would be, you know, cream of, you know, I, cream of ice or whatever. It'd be right. something that isn't exactly the same. But to, we would translate it as ice cream. Sure. So it was kind of that idea because it is like you don't want to spend a ton of time. If you've been reading forever, calf, mm-hmm. the refresher, that type. Those words are very easy for us. That have been, yeah, that have been reading since Air of the Empire. Right. But if someone picks up that book for the first time and that's what they are expecting with the new canon, you don't want to get them lost. It just felt like this one more so than some of the others was really using a lot of earth terms. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So in uh comcon or at Comic-Con, Comic-Con, there were panels, Comic-Con, you know, these things where you go to, you sit down in a room that's air conditioned, stab somebody in the eye. And there's people that sit up on a dais and they start talking to you about whatever it is, the topic at hand. I would just get up and say, rock me on my dais. <laughs> So, you know, there were some big panels that take place in these really, really big rooms. I'm explaining, looking at Ethan, explaining this to him like he's never been to Comic-Con. He's just giving me this, the stink eye. Comic-Con. But, you know, I think, I th- well, the thing is, is I feel like Hall H is a term that is accepted in. Oh, totally. Culture. I mean, that's totally. the thing is people all understand this. The idea is that people don't understand is not everybody who goes makes it to a Hall H panel. Correct. And you don't have to because it's all on the Internet, as we're going to talk about now. And Ballroom 20 is the other big one, which usually does the TV shows. Although this one, I looked at Ballroom 20 really quick, and I'm like, boy, there's nothing like they're used to. Outside of the Marvel panel, there really wasn't. And most of the Marvel TV stuff got announced in Hall H, didn't it? No. I thought it was. No. It was Mm. um, the, I take that back, the D, (sighs) the animated stuff got announced in Ballroom 20. Yeah, nobody cares about that. 
the all all of the MCU the, stuff the, was done in Hall H. MCU, yes. Okay, yes. there we go. The MCU connected stuff: the Daredevils, the Echo, the Correct. Loki season two, the zombies, the yeah. uh, what if? You know, the the Spider Man. All that was in. You don't have to just stare. Ballroom twenty. So, Marvel Ballroom twenty announced Spider Man freshman year, and it mm-hmm. gave its release date, which is later this year. I really should have wrote that down when we were doing our thing, you know? I think the other thing to think of is, is it is it a Disney-produced cartoon or is it a Sony-produced cartoon? It is a Disney, because Disney, Marvel has always had the rights to the TV stuff for Spider-Man. Okay. They The only thing they gave up in rights were for the uh Well, animated films. as a movie is film, so yeah. That's why Miles is a film. Yes, Anything being in the film, yes. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Um, but Spider-Man yeah. freshman year oh, is... Okay. Everybody thought was supposed to be MCU canon, but now is starting to wonder if it actually is. Because there was some announcements in it that were kind of... Um, well, let's put it this way. Um, outside of the MCU with uh, Harry Osborn and Norman Osborn being announced as it, being in the show and Norman being Spider-Man or Peter Parker's uh, mentor, which kind of... Well, the thing... So the, the synopsis, description, whatever, on IMDb is animated series follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU. Yes. So it does. sounds like it should be connected to the MCU. But how do you put it connected to the MC? I mean, as you know, we'll sit the you obvious do. answer is sit down and watch. But well, how the other thing is is look, this is the this is the Star Wars thing, right? Uh-huh. How you everybody in Rogue One has to die because none of them are mentioned in episode four. No, none of them are mentioned in episode four because it was written forty years ago. Sure. So you can do things that's making prequels is tough mm-hmm. because you have to connect the the box that George Lucas put himself in by telling Anakin Skywalker's story was certain things he had to do with Obi-Wan, certain things he had to do with Anakin, certain things he had to do with Padme, or whatever character he decided to be the mom. And therefore, you can't write the story that you really think should be. You may get towards it, and then you have to kind of flip the script. Mm. You know, Anakin can be a great Jedi. He's got to become evil. There's no way around it. You can't have him be the hero. You just can't. The, 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 the old Republic can't win. You know, all of that's kind of there. And the same thing here. If you want to use him as a freshman in high school in the MCU, he's going be, to become Spider-Man. And putting Harry Osborn in it doesn't necessarily break anything. It just means that story's there. To sacrifice the story that you want to tell between Peter and Harry, because one line in Never Going Home Again, whatever. No Way Home. No Way Home. That oh I've, I've, I don't know that name what that name is when Harry says it when one of the Defoe's character says it says his name you're not going to sacrifice an entire show because of one line mm. fans got to deal with it and just it's okay every time you watch No Way Home you're going to get to that turn off the TV and throw the remote he knows who Harry Osborn is so they are saying that this play takes place before Captain America Civil War. Rather than coming home to his apartment to see Tony Stark, this is almost like a what if. It, 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 rather than coming home to see Tony Stark at his home, it's none other than Norman Osborn, Osborn who's chatting with Aunt May as he walks through the door. And 
Much like the meeting with Tony uh, thrust Peter into a larger spot, uh, a spotlight. <coughs> Excuse me. First steps into a larger world. Norman spends his life in an unexpected. Sends his life in an unexpected. Wow, unexpected tread. He's wearing his glasses too. I know I, my mouth is so dry right now for some reason. Sends his life in an unexpected tra- trajectory that collides him with many unexpected characters in the Marvel universe. So it's more of this. This is a what if. This is what if Norman Osborn was like. Peter Parker's surrogate father. Oh man, we're um, gonna get Norman Osborn banging Aunt May. <laughs> Aunt May is, is his aunt, not his father or real mother. No, she's a surrogate mother. Surrogate mother, so it's yeah. a surrogate father. It's better than the. It's what it's Uncle Ben would have wanted. It's, no, it's not. It's better than the uh, the comic book story where Harry bangs uh, Gwen, and she gave birth to two kids. <laughs> yeah, they erased that story fairly quickly. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of sounds like it's a what if. They've been playing around with that. Speaking of what if, we got what if season two. They showed the first episode. Which was Captain Carter versus the Winter Soldier Hydra Stomper. Summer Soldier. <laughs> or as Ethan said, it should be the Summer Soldier. That's the what if. That's the, oh, we're in opposite land. Um, He's all bright and sunny. Hi, guys. <laughs> because at the end, uh, the end credit scene for that showed Steve being captured and turned by uh, the Russians instead of Bucky. Well, see, it was winter in Russia, but it was summer in Australia where they actually <laughs> found him. So Hydra goes to Australia. Yeah. Is that the end of the episode, the original episode? Yes. God, I've only, I haven't watched that forever. I should watch that one again. At least watch a couple. Watch that one. Watch the T'Challa one. That was so good. So what if, what if season two will be early 2023? Mm-hmm. Um. They did say there was something else about it, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Oh, excuse me. While I put Chris to sleep. That's better than you going, blah, right in the middle of the talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's up? We got Evil Doctor Strange. Da, 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 da. That's talking about season one. What a season two release date. Away. I love how you had to wait until we were recording before you ate. I know, right? I'm... Well, she was she was laying on the ground here sideways, and then she gets up and she's just kind of, you know, doing the sphinx pose, and she's just looking at the food. And then she gets up and walks over to it and just sort of, like, moves it with her nose a little bit. And I'm watching, like, you going to eat? And then Brandon's like, oh, there's food here. Cool. I, I should probably eat that. Hilarious. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, returning characters from the season one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it's going to have to deal with. It Captain is interesting Carter. to go with the idea that they're going to continue the stories that we've already seen rather than new what ifs. I would have rather had what new what ifs. I thought so too. I mean, there's a lot of movies they didn't explore, but I'm sure a lot of them did. I'm sure that they may have an episode or two that's new. Yeah, but it's interesting to have it. You know, once you get towards the end of it and you realize that it is one story in it with having the Watcher and mm-hmm. the Ultimate Ultron kind of all connected and all that stuff that's there. And I think with the what if it does really tie into what if was one of those things where we thought it was just going to be some throwaway episodes. It ends up being really important because the entire saga now is the multiverse saga. Mm-hmm. And that's what what if deals with. And we've seen characters. I mean, we walked into um, 
the trailer of Doctor Strange, thinking that that one character was the the evil Doctor Strange out of What If? Be interesting if any of them ever see live action. Obviously, the Captain Carter we Captain see. Captain Carter did well, but it's not that Captain Carter. That's the thing. It's not the Captain Carter from What If that's in the Illuminati. Correct. It's just that idea that on that world, she becomes the the she takes the super soldier serum. So. Correct. They they basically told the same story that they did in What If same for her. Idea, yeah. Um, it'll still be interesting because what if was really good. The one that I'm really worried about is Marvel Zombies. Zombies. I mean, granted, the Marvel Zombies book was very good. Marvel Zombie book hit when zombies were big. But that's what I was just gonna say. That's the. Does anybody really gonna care about Marvel Zombies? Right. Like it's it's the thing with the episode was, and in what if is you sort of watching it and go ugh. Especially after you get the, you know, you get the T'Challa as Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Such a hopeful episode. Yep. Um, and then to get to that and like, oh, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. Man, does everything suck. But Paul Rudd's still alive. So there you go. Yeah, Paul Rudd's head in the jar. Yeah. <laughs> we found a way to save Paul Rudd. In every universe, Paul Rudd has to be saved. We have to protect. He's a national treasure. Yeah, we have to protect Scotland. He doesn't age. That's because he is a national treasure. No, <laughs> because he, uh, he stole the super soldier serum. Um... So in Hall H, we got the end of season or the end of phase four, phase five, and parts of phase six. Um, so many phases. We now know that phase four will wrap up with She Hulk and with Wakanda Forever, Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we're going, to, we'll go in order of phases. So. She-Hulk, we got a new final trailer for. They Here's a shocker. She looks better. Redid the color for it. Everybody was freaking out before. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the, the first trailer was the putting out the color was unfinished renders? Or? That's what they did with, uh, that's what Fox did with uh, Age of Apocalypse. Right. He was, you know, blueish, whatever, right. or not blue, he was purple. He was purple, yeah. Yeah. So it is more I, so I think, than a Sonic thing where they just yeah. said, whoa, wait a minute. No, I think and I, and I don't think it was purpose. Like, let's see what they think of this color. I think right. they put out what they had because that's where they were. They knew they it wasn't done yet, mm-hmm. but you had gotten to a point where we have to put something out because this is the next thing. Correct. Once Miss Marvel is is just about to premiere, let's show everybody this, at least to get them to stop talking about when are we going to see Miss Marvel? When are we going to see She-Hulk? Where's the trailer for She-Hulk? When is She-Hulk coming mm-hmm. out? Where's the trailer? They haven't what put that trailer yet, like? so there's something wrong with it. Yeah, so there's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo's getting replaced by Edward Norton again. Just something, something different. No, he's being replaced there. by Eric Bana. That'd be hilarious. Jeez. That's the multiverse stuff I want. That's, 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 now that's, <laughs> that's, that's the next all one. I put all three of them together. For multiverse and madness, all the things I didn't get from that, that's where I want. I want the, the somewhere in the multiverse saga, there's a universe where Terrence Howard exists. And, you know, him and his scratchy voice is, is War Machine. And somewhere where Ed Norton and Eric Bana are all. No, no. I want know. the three Spider-Men and the three Hawks together in one multiverse. And all six of them are pointing at each other. <laughs> Spider-Hulk. I'm surprised uh, no one's done that yet. Uh, I want to see Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. All that. Just just mm. give me all of it. Just service the fans. Is that is like that crazy. the reason you were disappointed with Multiverse of Madness? No, I was disappointed with Multiverse of Madness because there wasn't, always, and there wasn't enough multiverse in it for me. And it, it's in the, You the got honest, to see him go through the trailer. dripping paint. The, the honest trailer says it. He's like, so we're just in two universes. 
Yeah. That's basically what, you know, in, in the, the sarcastic way that the honest trailer was, was you can, you promised me a multiverse and I got two. I think a lot of that changed because in. of COVID. Cause I think a lot of it changed for a lot of different reasons. Did you, did you, you watch the, I watched the uh, assembled or yes. whatever. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's there, but it was also once you get into the idea that the real story is Wanda being the bad guy, right? How much time can you devote to jumping, right? You know, through it. So we really just see because you're eventually going to jump Earth. the one where there's the kids and then Wanda. Yeah, you're going to have the Earth. That, that was the, that's the meme. Like it, it's Doctor Strange. Just like yeah, we'll just find a universe where Wanda's dead. Yeah, and you can just take her place. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the end. can you leave the can you leave the Sacred City alone? Sure. Uh, but here then, we go. Earth eleven sixty. But you remember Wanda they said right it. Just, they say in it. Well, what happens if you find? You know, can't you just find one where it's just the kids, or where you can be happy? And she says, "No. What happens if the kids get sick or something? And I need to go to another universe that has a cure for that. I need to be able to go through multiverses to make sure my kids never get sick or die. Well, that way, well, the kids can never get sick or die because they're not real." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's. What the hell are we talking about She Hulk? Yes. So yes, we got the extended She Hulk with a lot more. This now with more Mark Ruffalo. Wanda was the true wrestling fan. Yeah. It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, she, she, had, she had an easy time growing up in the 80s. Well, this is all real. Uh, I've seen the meme now to hashtag bring the Hulk back because yeah. they show us he gets emaciated in every single appearance. Like he was gigantic. <laughs> buff and ripped and then in his you know and then it's a little bit and then in Hulk he's a little bit less and then in Endgame he's really tired and then in this it's just like he looks just like he looks like Lou Ferrigno now like he looks mm-hmm. like a normal human being well that, the theory behind that is that when Thanos beat the crap out of him in Infinity War it kind of changed Bruce's mindset and well, yeah, so that's affecting him because he couldn't turn into Hulk anymore yeah when he comes back he doesn't turn into Hulk so he burns his arm and the idea that when he can control it it's almost in the comics, there's the idea that when Bruce and the Hulk merged and became the Joe Fixit character, the Gray Hulk, the second version of the Gray mm-hmm. Hulk, mm. the Gray Hulk was nowhere near as powerful as the Hulk. Or as big. Or as big. Yeah. Um, he wasn't much taller than, I mean, he was, but uh, he, he's not super, super taller than Wolverine. Mm. Yeah. And Wolverine's shorter than me in the comics. And there's that, you know, Wolverine number two is the two of them in dinner jackets as they, they're like bouncers in Madripoor or whatever. Mm. Um. So yes, it's a different it's a different type of Hulk. I'm happy to see Mark Ruffalo back to go because do, um, to go to TV. Abomination too. is way bigger than what the Hulk is in this. He should be because he wouldn't have changed, right? You know, he's it, we get Wong we see, again. <laughs> we see Wong is the it, Wong is uh, Coulson. Yes, he is. He like, totally that's, is that's Coulson. What it is. When he was at the end of Shang Chi, I'm like, oh, he's Coulson now. Yeah, because the 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 idea of without a shield. Or corporation, you know, thing, uh, organization. You gotta have somebody to round that, them up. That well, the idea is that Wong is taking Strange's edict of to protect Earth mm-hmm. from supernatural, superpowered threats. Wong is now like the best way to do that is to not just have me be the Sorcerer Supreme, but to have people that I can grab and train. And play with, yeah, you know. It would be a thing that if, if there was time and if it was more connected, Shang-Chi should have been there when Scarlet Witch attacks the, the Correct. city. Correct. He should have been in. You know, it would have been like, hold on, I got to go get one more person. Shang, come here, take your shirt off, just be hot. And you know, he's in the middle, he's got his shirt off, and she's like, I will destroy. Oh, hey, how are you? 
You're what's new. Up? What's yeah? What's, what's going on? <laughs> Can you sister? help me bring my kids back Who's in a your different girlfriend? way? Aquafina. <laughs> Wanda, we'll just make new babies. Come yeah. on. It's okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing. And we, we are seeing this. There's going to be a lot more powered people popping up in. Say that fast. <laughs> powered people powered popping. People popping. <laughs> popping up. The popping of powered people. Um, in She Hulk. So now it really sets up that some of the C, D, and E heroes. Can well, they've used all the A ones, they're all gone. <laughs> all the non X Men A heroes are like we get Polka Dot Man. <laughs> That's why we'll get to it later. But you know, the idea I know Polka Dot Man's in DC, but then what would happen? Uh, no, that's uh, the dot zero, yeah, the dot or whatever. The Spider Man villain, you said dot. Okay. Oh, <laughs> the um, Alexa, stop. Well, he's not, he's a Daredevil villain, yeah. He was on the he was spot. on Stripes, the spot. Yeah, he was Strife's, uh, maybe Zero was Strife's uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. He was a teleporter. Yeah. Um, to have that kind of character there, so maybe. It, 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 yeah, it, it's it's interesting to me to do She-Hulk now that we know there's a Daredevil series coming. Right. Because now you've got, I mean, it, it's in the trailer for She-Hulk because the idea is like, yeah, we need to have But this is going to be more lawyer. sex in the city Please MCU. Don't say that. No, just no sex in the city. <laughs> That's my concern after watching the trailer. It's like, it's going to be one of those silly rom-com women on top, you know. This like, is, uh, this is the well, show. She's on top, you're dead. This is my, this is my city and I'm going to die. This you know, is the like, show for women to sit down and finally go, oh, this is the MCU I want to see. They yeah. could have done that with uh, Miss Marvel. Miss um, Marvel is still, I, I love that that show. It was it's amazing. A, it's, a, it's a decent show. I, I think it has no direction yeah. in the first three quarters of it, but. Um, no. My fear is it's not six in the city, but it's going to be like friends. Yeah. In a way, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be they're all sleeping with each other and just homophobic jokes like crazy. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll go that far now. If they want to be friends, that's that's the formula. <laughs> Toxic relationships, sleep with all your friends, and hey, by the way, gays are bad. Um, it looks good. I mean, it's it's at this point, you kind of trust everything. The MCU has become a comedy. That's the thing. Oh, totally. That's, that's Look where, at Thor. That's what Thor... And it's, it, it's everything that we've seen... The comedic element is very ramped up. Like you look mm. at the first, you look at the MCU Hulk film, it doesn't fit. No. Captain America, the first one, it doesn't fit. The lines that are there, but even that Doctor are funny, Strange wasn't. I mean, there was a couple jokes in there and stuff, but he possesses a dead person. I guess, yeah. You know, I mean, the does fact take... that he look, I'll give them credit that he didn't come out and just start doing the thriller dance. I thought that was going to be it. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he didn't comes make out Papa of the brick. Hit himself. Yeah, like, yeah. He, comes out of the, he comes out of the bricks and he's like, dun, 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 dun. what are you doing, Strange? I've always wanted to do this. Dun, 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 dun. You know, like they, they avoided that. Yeah. That was probably in the that script. That would have been in Thor. That was probably in the script. And Sam's like, come on, I got to make another movie. Like, this is, this yeah. is stupid. I think Sam and dancing, not a great combination. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, that would have been great to put in there just as a little bit of an Easter egg. Just have him come out of the come out of the bottom like a, like the Mortal Kombat character, Tusty. Just like remember this, and then just no, just down. like even even that, or they just go through the universe and they the, stop right there. Break for the a fourth second when he's wall, dancing. Break the eighth wall. Break the twentieth wall of him just popping up out of the corner like. Huh? Huh? Pointing at him on the screen. Huh? Remember this? Remember the dance? I'm actually surprised in Spider Man that they didn't make a reference to it. Like, you know, what if we dance or something? <laughs> no. 
Boy, Marvel films and dancing. That's a bad combination. Um, <laughs> That'd be funny if they just went into the multiverse and it's like that part of the movie. That's what I meant. And then he just slaps them or something. You're just waiting for the multiverse to be. Stop it. It's it's the Ryan Sony, Reynolds, the, the Sony know, Deadpool oh, going into that would be the one thing that I want from a Deadpool movie is he goes back he goes into that Spider Man three when Tobey Maguire is <laughs> walking down the street <laughs> you ruined it and then just walks away you know just shoots him right in the head and just walks away um, that would be great uh, Deadpool breaks the MCU that would Deadpool, I would accept Deadpool that in the multiverse of madness that was if you did an animated Deadpool. Because you're not going to get all those actors back, that right. sort of thing. If you did an animated Deadpool movie of him popping through the established MCU films mm-hmm. to do stuff like that, that'd be with hilarious. The disclaimer at the front, like none of this is it, this isn't canon. <laughs> it's just fun. It's like the end of the movie where you know he's going through and actually you get, all the people. You and get shoots. Ryan Reynolds in a live action Deadpool. He's sitting there and he goes, "Yeah, you watch have, this." You have, something a, to- you have a uh, a disclaimer in the front of Ryan Reynolds in the suit. Yeah. Saying none of this matters. This is just a joke. Have a sense of humor for God's sakes. Yeah. It's not canon. It doesn't mean anything. But you're gonna watch. It was the, the comic was you know they did the Punisher kills the Marvel universe. Right. The Punisher just goes through and he just wastes everybody. Right. It's obviously an Elseworld story. You know. Yeah. You don't get. You don't get next month like Spider Man killed by Punisher last month has been replaced by John Jones. You know whatever. You could do it in the What If. So you could do it in the What If. But I, I, if they were to do that as a movie. Like, we got 90 minutes of Deadpool just finding different ways to kill people. Yeah. And that would be funny. That, to me, would be funny. You do it in the animation style from the Deadpool movie in the credits? Yeah, kind of. Just, just It would just be fun to yeah. do that sort of thing. And you, you have all the rights to your own MCU films. Uh-huh. I don't think anyone, you know, I don't think anyone's going to, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is like, hey, he goes back to Iron Man and he, he just wants to play with your suit and accidentally blows up the, 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 the Stark Tower. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr. Is he dead? No, he did more. say that there's going to be a dead, uh, a Deadpool four, <laughs> an Iron Man four, and then John Favreau said that before, uh, during uh, Endgame when they were filming, John he Favreau read the, called the, he read, he read the, the script, script and he told them not to kill him, not to kill him. Um, his, and they his wisely did thought not refi- to him. his thought behind it is that he doesn't want people to leave the cinema and walk out into traffic. Yeah, he, he <laughs> overestimated people's love of yeah. Robert yes. Downey Jr. I mean, in the end, I really think it'd be more upset if Cap had died than than Tony. Look, here's the thing. We're going to hit, we'll get to it because we're talking about the MCU. We're we're still on phase four. I'll wait to save this line until we get to phase But the Iron Man thing that you said is Iron Man 4. The rumor has been there's going to be an Iron Man 4. Correct. With whatever comes out of Armor Wars. Correct. But Armor Wars is no longer on the schedule. So far. As far as we know. Right after mm. D twenty three, if we get the slots, but filled, they are still they are still we'll saying see. that it is on the slate, but it might be moved because it leads to Iron Man four. Correct, or they decided looked at it. It's sort of like, um, you know, what kind of the reverse of what happened with Kenobi. Yeah, there was a treatment for a Kenobi film, and they're like, we don't want to do this. And then when they did Disney Plus, they're like, well, okay, now we can change this. Right now we can make it a little bit longer, and we can give it the room. It well, because Iron Wars was supposed to be. Did a- you look at? Did you look at the? Armor Wars, which is a story in in the in the comics, that, that was supposed to be a series. Tony, yeah, it was going to be a series. Do you look at that and go, "This is a perfect way to make a film using Don Cheadle as Iron Man to clean up Tony's legacy"? Because uh-huh. that technology is still out there. It, that's your and Iron God Man knows Four who movie. Has it? That's the movie that leads to the next Iron Man, who's a part of the Avengers. 
whoever that is. Sure. Whether it's Tony, whether it's Riri Williams' Ironheart, because we're getting an Ironheart series too, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that's the thought is Ironheart would be the the the, the new Iron Man, like Sam, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. you know these other characters. Um, so that may be we're like we're doing the movie, but it's just not anytime soon because right. we don't even know who's in it. So you mentioned Riri Williams, and Riri. we got our first look, first trailer for Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever, or Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um. And we had a lot of confirmations in this that we didn't know or think were going to be in this movie. Once again, Boss Logic put out the poster first and ended up being true with Namor being in it. Sort of. Sort of. It's Namor. It's a very different Namor. Yes. Very different Namor. We see Namor born as a kid and grow up in this movie. We also see Namor as a Latino. Yes. Oh, the culture isn't even Atlantis. It's it's based in Mesoamerica. I don't think he's Latino. I think he's well, Native the American. actor playing him is. The cult- I thought, it, I no, thought no. he's Native American. That, that could be right. That could be Native American. It is a, he's it, indigenous, yes. the We're all indigenous in some way. But Atlantis is not where he comes from. He mm. comes from a society, an, an underwater society, that is very influenced by South American... Mm. Yeah, South American Indian, for lack of a better word, first people culture, Aztec yes. culture, Mayan culture, that type of idea is that's what their Atlantis is going to be. So when I'm using a Latino, I just mean that that geographical area, that's kind of what he's connected to. Mm. Which, in a way, if you look where Atlantis is supposed to be in the in 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 the Atlantic Ocean, it is more that southern hemisphere because it's real. Somewhere off of the, you know, off the coast of South well, America, of and Central was first America. Supposed to be the Mediterranean, so correct. That's where, yes, With that's where it's thought to be now. And he was just like, "Yeah, I came back and I went to this place, and it was crazy." Don't crazy. drink the hemlock. Oh, um, I think they're also doing it that way a little bit to separate it from DC's Atlantis. I think they're separating it for Aquaman. That's one, two. There's diversity involved. Correct. Not a bad thing. Okay, not a bad thing. He does have the wings on his feet. He so has hey. the wing on his feet. He looks like he's pissed off. Got it. Yeah. Namora's in it. Um, they're more of the blue type of Atlanteans. Yes. It it you know, we don't know what it's gonna be. We don't have a plot. We from what we've seen, it looks like at some point, um Atlantis name when you know, the Atlanteans are going to go against the Wakandans. But it's a telewaku. That's but racist. But it seems like they're being set up. A lot of people are saying that the the oil rig or the you know the offshore um, platform that they're on is owned by Doom. Mm-hmm. So we may get some for, form or version of Doom in this. Well, it's, it's like what I told you is you know I think that when you told me that it looks like they're setting it up to be you know a false plot of the a red herring. Where, yeah. I think it's Doom, and it's them two coming together to take you know take on. I Doom. don't think we're going to get Doom in the Doom costume. Mm. I think we're going to get Victor Von Doom before he it's possible. Yeah, uh, but I think yeah, the way the trailer set up, it makes it seem like it's the Atlanteans versus the Wakandans. But I think it's which has them a history two coming together. in the MCU. Yeah. Yes, Namor goes up against 
um, mm-hmm. the the Wakanda. We got our first look at Riri Williams. She we actually see her banging out the Iron Heart. <laughs> um, and we also got our first glimpse of the new Black Panther from the back. From the back. There's yeah, a we, lot of gold in the uh, new... Yeah, we just don't know who's wearing it. There was someone out there that said, what if it's... Mbaka? Uh, no, it's... Uh, Talo Khan is the... Angela Bassett's character. The queen. That'd be interesting. Uh, it's Tanak Querta, plays Namor, ruler of Talo Khan, ancient civilization of underwater-dwelling people. Huerta learned a Mayan language for the role. So mm. that's where that all comes from. Okay, okay. I'm glad to see that uh, Martin Freeman's back. Mm-hmm. Yes, as as Ross. But if you notice when they show Umbaka from above, he kind of he has the uh, he has necklace, necklace. And it looks like he's got a black. What I wonder if if it's something to the effect of because of what happened in the last movie and through Infinity War and Endgame, they kind of he's kind of taken on some sort of. Not necessarily a king role, but he's some sort of like enforcer or something. And so now he's got the armor. So like Shuri has made him like a Black Panther type I've, armor. I've said here that I thought Black Panther 2 mm. would be one of the more fascinating post Endgame films because um, T'Challa snaps. Mm, There's yes. obviously a vacuum of power in those five years. And we see that and kind we talked of. about what it would be there may not be a black panther but there may be there's still a protective warrior right i think when i talked about it, i said that could be the thing where i thought someone like mbaku could be the leader of wakanda not as the black panther but like the president the idea of we're gonna almost like a monarchy like where you have a queen still ruling yeah you have a queen the and you have the the premier like, yeah. you know in england you have a king and you have the premier yeah the queen has no ruling power. She's a figurehead. The flip side here is that Angela Bassett could run everything as a queen, but M'Baku is... The military if you, presence. Yeah, if you want to try to take us over, mm. he's our new sort of Black Panther. He doesn't have the, the lotus juice, doesn't have anything, Which, but he's going to eat you. Which the lotus juice should be gone because... Yes. Because it was burned. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Is and they're saying people that don't Shiri, have the power of the Black Panther. Right. And they're, they're saying that, that through this movie, Shiri comes up with, from with something. With Riri there, my idea is, is that the Black Panther suit is an Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. In a way. It's a mechanical suit. I was thinking that they found that something from Atlantean was that equally. Maybe. And then, of course, there's the rumor that Killmonger comes back. Mm. Well, I if he. Not. But the no, he is supposed I really to. Hope not. There is supposed to be something like in a vision. He's supposed to be to help that guide, be fine, help think. guide Shiri to I'm becoming the Black Panther. Because we've seen it before. Is I don't even want to say it. Do we see lost footage Chadwick Boseman in the afterlife in the tree? No, that's what it's supposed to be with um, with Killmonger. But that with Killmonger. Could be with the idea that t- we see T'Challa. We could that, just we could we see him T'Chaka, like in the distance. Yeah, whether it's digital or whether it's lost footage, because mm. we it's it's a tough. I mean, you see that shot of you know the 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 Iron Man poster shot of him or the, mm-hmm. the you know Rip Tony Stark, the Wakanda one in the background, and it's with him without the mask and yeah. everything. It, it got me for that half oh, a yeah. second. Oh, yeah. I was just like. I'm glad they made this movie, but man, it sucks that he's not here. 
Um, the white procession is supposed to be the funeral march for T'Challa. Yeah. He definitely dies, and they'll, they'll they'll address it. I'm wondering if his if he sustains wounds during Endgame that are more fatal My, than we than we know. I don't think they do it that way. I th- I think it will be just something. I mean, it, honestly, this is where where superhero universes are weird. You almost want to say. We want to do the justice for what really killed yeah, Chadwick. I was going to say that was going to and be my next thing. The idea of Chadwick was such a warrior to fight it for so long. I would have cried anyway. You do that to that character, but when you have a yeah. universe in which fucking Tony Stark exists and and Henry Pym exists and all of that, how do you still have cancer? <laughs> yeah. How is that something? I mean, the Marvel universe tried for years to try to write that. Reed's just too busy. Mm-hmm. He's too busy figuring the ultimate nullifier so that Galactus doesn't eat us, that he can't turn around and figure out how to stop cancer, how to stop heart disease, how mm-hmm. to stop those. But when you give me that universe, we want to go play in it because we have to sit. I remember that reading the DC book, when I'm reading Green Arrow and his adopted daughter, she has AIDS. Right. And immediately when I put the book, I was like, how have they not cured AIDS? Yeah. How but, is how's the universe with Mr. Terrific and all these other people that are like super ultra, you know, they come up with mm-hmm. things that don't exist. Tony has technology that we'll never see in our lifetime of holograms in the air that he can touch and he can move. I say that as I'm watching the ILM documentary of people going, yeah, in 50 years, we're not going to be able to do computer movie animated cartoons. What? Oh, 92? Yeah, boom, there you go. <laughs> or whatever. But you remember in the trailer, Angela Bassett's character is making that speech in front of the UN or something, how she's lost her husband, she's lost her family. She, you know, it almost sounds like some outside force not, you know, killed T'Challa the way they killed his father. Maybe. I just don't know. It's I think, to me, if you want to do it, I think, I think having him die pass from cancer is a great way to honor Chadwick. Yeah, and you've had it in the Marvel Universe when they killed... Um, Quill, uh, Quill's mom. No, no. In in the comic book universe, you have Captain Marvel, the, yes. the original, the, the mm-hmm. Marvel. Marvel. Marvel, yes. He dies, dies of cancer. He gets cancer in a cancer universe. Yes. <laughs> That's like super cancer. Yeah. The only way you can knock down a super... It's super cancer. <laughs> you have super AIDS, sir. Damn it! Come on! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, no, that would, it, it's, to me... It's it's a fascinating film for everything that it means to me. This is where I like the... Fun, like, what I talked about with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the idea of trying to show what the world's like after the snap mm-hmm. and after the return, those are the things, that world building, that I really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, versus... You know, they barely touch on it in in... I can never go home again in Spider-Man where it's just like, Oh, it's a good thing. All his friends snapped with him. Right. It's good thing. Everybody, you know, MJ and Ned and, and the, the guy that everybody hates. Um, is it Lupita? Lupita? Lupita. Lupita. Uh, she said that making this film was very lethargic and it was lethargic, not lethargic. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm tired on set every day. <laughs> excuse me. It's not up. very, it's not lethargic. Sorry. <laughs> Cathartic. Cathartic. That was the word I was trying to get to. It was for Ryan Coogler mentioned that too. He yeah. didn't want to do it, but he had to. And once he gets through it, he realizes because it, it'll be a thing. And I think when we go see it and you get through it, it's like, okay, we can get through this. That's yes. the next step. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We went to see episode nine. Like, how the hell are we going to see episode nine with Carrie Fisher not in it, but Correct. in it? And you get through it and you're like, okay, we, we can get past that piece. <laughs> we can see those things. We can get through this. 
But it was. It is going to be different, but you know, it, of course, the, the same thing emotion. Is episode nine didn't hit me as much as episode eight. Correct. I mean, the scene when when Mark Hamill comes in, when Luke comes in, that's it. I can't. I yeah. can't watch that. I can't watch the the documentary without, you know, turning into a, um, a bawling mess. So, I, and we could sit here and do a whole episode on just this trailer alone. Which we did. What, what are we at? Like two hours? Right? We're at an hour. Um, <laughs> but that that leads us to phase five. The first film, the first part of Phase Five, we're going to get is in February, February seventeenth, my anniversary of twenty twenty three. Of what's the what anniversary is that? Twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to get Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, brother. We Can you imagine if Hulk Hogan's in that. <laughs> I'm welcome to you to Quantumania. I think they showed a trailer for it, but they did show. <laughs> we got, funny. we got to. And I feel like that would be, be a movie to do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Scott Lang, brother, get your ass over here. I want Holyfield. Get it. <laughs> Who? Holyfield. <laughs> the old, uh, the Chris Farley. Mm. I am El Nino. That's Spanish for. The Nino. <laughs> and I'm coming for the United States. I want Holy Field. <laughs> so on the stage, they had uh, they had Paul Rudd and... Ages and, Wonder. Huh? Paul, Ages Wonder. <laughs> yes. Uh, National treasure, Paul Rudd. We also had with the new Casey Lang, Catherine Newman. Newton. Catherine Newton. Newton. What did I say? Katie. Did I say Katie? Something like that. You didn't say Cassie. With Catherine Newton, Casey Lang. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we need a different house. <laughs> so we can read and enunciate. Um, it's not so Casey we, Lang either. It's Cassie Lang. Well, that's what I, was, I think you said Casey Lang. Oh, okay. That's what I said. Casey Lang. It's Cassie Lang. Cassie Lang. We finally got through this. All right, guys. Uh, she's older. That's it. We're out of time. <laughs> we saw that, you know, they put up the poster. She's in a, a purple costume. Well, obviously, she would be older, yeah. Yes. Mm. It's not, but it's not the actress from Endgame? No. No. Interesting. The funny thing is the actress from Endgame found out that she's not in this movie by the announcement of <laughs> Catherine Newton in the movie. <laughs> and she's Newton like, what the hell? Like, got your role, bitch. Click. Yeah. We, got, we got the poster, so it shows her in her costume. We also see well, the biggest thing is the background of the poster. Kang in his from Loki, yeah. Well, it, it, we Jonathan see it's his Majors. face, yes. Yeah. But he's he's more Kang the Conqueror. Yes, but it's the idea that that actor is playing Kang. Yes. Well, we already knew that. Sort of. No, we, we knew, knew that. he was a version of Kang. Yes. He was the, the he's never referred to as Kang. He's referred to as the, the what was No, it? but the we knew that he was playing or... King in this movie before remains. Loki yes. came out. So you see what it is anyway, but yeah. Yes. The one who remains. That's what it was. Uh, they said that they're going to spend a lot of time in the quantum realm, mm -hmm. which should be interesting. This is the George Lucas Star Wars. You know, <laughs> George should have thrown the sickle. It was about <laughs> bugs. George, wait, what? Um, Come back and fix it. Okay, we're going to talk about metachlorians and and mitochondria. Somebody come save Star Wars. Metachlorians, is that what you put in your pool to disinfect it? <laughs> those are those are the powerhouses of the cell that use <laughs> and disinfect your body. <laughs> um, God, we're nerds. <laughs> they kept a lot of they. I kept, they footage. They, I think they showed footage. I don't remember. 
but they kept it quiet. Yeah. This this is one of the things with, with Hall H and with San Diego on a whole is you can't stream anything because of San Diego policy. Well, that's so that my, my thing for saying like, go do this at the El Capitan is you can do it as a live stream and mm. everybody can, can participate. Well, they, they do it. I mean, you can still go back to the YouTube channel, YouTube channel and watch it, but they cut out the, you know, it's right. the same thing they did with Star Wars. Be- part of that is because of San Diego's mm. policy that you can't live stream. Remember when we recorded our show there? Correct. You remember have to they wait. told us like, you can't, you can't show it until, or you can't post it until Monday. You have to wait till, have to wait till yeah, the show's over. Wait, and yeah. I think with some of these other things, part of their policy is you just can't show it anytime soon. Right. There's some internal stuff too. There's stuff from San, from, Obviously, from well, I'm wondering also if, if because Marvel is probably going to be doing something at D23, they didn't they didn't post it because obviously we got the Wakanda Forever trailer afterwards. Like, well, they're can, not. You can watch that anywhere on YouTube, but you can't you still watch the Ant Man trailer. You can't watch right. the Guardians because trailer. that that makes sense though. They're not going to put out the Ant Man trailer well, until it gets closer time to time. Well, also, I don't think it's trailer Wakanda. Just, whatever footage they had yeah. for that, they didn't put out. Right. Which is their choice. That's what they want to do. I don't understand that. All it ever does is just have a... It encourages people to try and, you know, take it with their phone. You know, their Where phone next the to top their of crotch, the screen. But and you just get a piece of it. It's the same thing with Solo thing. in Episode Eight. They didn't want to release the Solo trailer until after Episode Eight came out because they wanted you to focus on the other one first. The problem with Solo was that it was coming out in May. Sure. That, that was the problem. Yeah, but you're getting, you're getting November and February. Right. You know, December and May is kind of the same thing. I think it's just, if you're going to show footage there, and there's enough people there that are going to get on the internet and tell you, there's Mm -hmm. enough people trying to take shots of it, just release it. Control your own narrative. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. Again, listening to this Ain't It Cool thing, one of the things it talks about is marketing that hated them because of all the leaks and everything is one of the most important things is controlling your own narrative. If you're going to do it there for a couple thousand people, there's nothing special there. They got into Comic-Con. They waited overnight. Good for them. But to not to have that footage and not show it to everybody who's interested just yeah. seems weird to me. Well, because we'll get to it in just a second. So Quantumania is going to be in February. Spring is going to have Secret Invasion. Then we're... Uh, Shh. We don't know about that yet. It's a secret. Uh, gotcha. We don't have the date for that. That's a secret. Then May 5th is going to be Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Did you just say Galaxy of the Guardians? Yes. Which the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three had everybody crying again. You have a trailer for it. Put it out. And in that trailer, we get we know that we get Adam Warlock. What if that movie's just dancing? Mm. What if What if you take Quantum Media and Guardians of the Galaxy Three and put them together and have like Disco Quantum Media in the Guardians, Guardians of, of the, the Quantum Guardians, Guardians of the Disco Mania. Um, I think we get the Guardians in the classic Guardian suits in this one. There is no classic Guardian suits. The blue with the uh, the Guardians logo? That's not classic. That just happens to be one of their faces. Sure, okay. <laughs> the Bendis era ones. The Bendis, yes. The most famous of the, car- the costumes. I don't think those are the most famous. That's not an so. era that a lot of people are happy with. Because um, you get the white costumes after that later when you get to... Uh, I didn't like the white costumes. You didn't like them doesn't mean they weren't in them. Sure. Um, we, Although, also get, uh, we also get... They won't do the white costumes because they look... Almost exactly like the time costumes yes. in Endgame. So uh, we do get Rocket. We get we get to know how Rocket became Rocket genetically engineered. Rocket Red Raccoon. Uh, after that, we get Echo as a as a Disney Plus show. We know that Daredevil and after uh, that Kingpin. We get Echo as a Disney Plus show. Yes. Yes. In summer. In summer. <laughs> 
<laughs> I respect it. I respect it. That was good. That was good. It took me a second. <laughs> I thought he was trying to correct you, and I was like, no, he I said it right. I did, too. That was like, because that would be normal. Yeah. It's an echo. Um, after Echo, we get Loki in the Wouldn't summer. Wouldn't if they put Echo out, and then they put it out again? <laughs> Episode one re-airs the, yeah, next, like, the next week. It's just the same thing. It's just Echo July 28th, we get the Marvels. The Marvels. The Marvels. November, uh, eight, November 7th of 2023, we get the Blade movie. Marshall Ali. Uh, fall of 2023, we get Ironheart. Winter 2023 and 20 uh, beginning of 2024, we get Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Then we get in spring of 2024, Daredevil, Born Again. May. That's interesting. Yes. The subtitle's interesting to me because that is a great story. Yes. That's the story that I was reading the first time I bought the collected edition. I was reading it and my girlfriend at the time comes over and she's like, hey, and I said, hey, do you mind just like not talking to me? I'm going to finish this. I just kind of blew her off at the end of it. But Um, it's also, it's interesting because Born Again, Born Again is a story, much like Winter Soldier. There's a lot of history that goes into that story. It's Karen Page as a drug addict sells Mm -hmm. Matt Murdock's secret identity to the Kingpin for, because she's destitute. And Which you can t- totally do that from what was done with Daredevil. You can. So, but it, it, I don't know if I, I don't know if there's an, well, I guess with three seasons, there is enough to kind of be there. Because she had, a, she had thing, an addiction. The, the weird thing in it, though, in the MCU as a whole, is outside of Spidey, secret identities mean nothing in the MCU. Correct. They've thrown that out because it is kind of ridiculous. Daredevils makes sense. Does, to Daredevils does make sense, but does the power of knowing that secret identity for who Daredevil is really matter that much? It I would for see, his clients. It could. It would for his clients because they could also all get off on technicalities. Because Correct. you know, I had a, a multi felon uh, defending me or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's 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 fascinating. Okay, so after that, on May 7th, we get Captain America, New World Order. There's where Hulk Hogan shows up. No, just the NWO. <laughs> just the NWO. That's, that's the second time he shows up. And he's, got, he's got black hair. <laughs> I'm evil brother. <laughs> he's got I didn't the, think this was going to work out, but the, man, people the, love me. The bleached Fu Manchu oh, that Jesus. Anthony Mackie's going to be having. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Mackie in a Fu Manchu. The, the Captain America costume becomes white and black at the yeah. end. He he His uh, hero entrance is just like Scott Hall. It's like... <laughs> nobody can see me do that, but... Google it. You'll see it. Um, Roddy Piper comes back from the dead. And then November 2024. No, sorry, July 2024. So we're going to get two Marvel movies within two months again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to the point where there's 12 Marvel movies a year. We're going to have Thunderbolts. Get to the point where there's 24 Marvel movies in a year. Thunderbolts, no, which was originally thought to be a, D, a, T, a D plus TV series, is now going to be a film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you say D plus, I'm like, what? Did, did we think it was going to be that bad? <laughs> it's going to get that bad a grade? It's not an F. But it's kind of like just a D plus. So, Thunderbolts could be interesting too because the the history of Thunderbolts is so tied into an event that they can't do. Correct. Or that they won't do. Oh, hopefully they won't do. 
If they do, I need that live action Chris Evans as uh, Rob Liefeld's Captain America. So what if in Secret Evasion? No, what else a different series? Killmonger is actually alive. That what was killed was a scroll. It's such a cop out. What if all the villains that died were scrolls? It's and they come a, back. It's such a cop out. Yeah. Or could be, and it, it's very possible that Tony Stark that dies in Endgame. That ruins it. Yeah. I mean, for what, for what, especially with what the Russo brothers said about it in that article, you know, that what we've known from from what happened with John Favreau was the idea of like he's he makes that final play. It's it's the things like when he uh, argues with Cap mm-hmm. in Avengers, where he's just like, "You're not the one to make the sacrificial play." Mm. I'm just saying, end, what that's if the thing? You know, that also takes I, away from. I think that that destroys the MCU as a whole. I mean, you've already ruined Coulson. How many more people are you going to ruin? Sure. Just to get... And, and the thing is, I understand that in comics. Robert yes. Downey Jr. is old. He's not going to play Tony Stark six more times. No, I understand that. You've got to move on. You know, he might he might come back as Stark from Earth 1745 in a short cameo. But even with the idea that he doesn't have to do a lot, he's just got to be in a room with a black screen and Jarvis... Increase power to my front suits and whatever. That's it. He's, it's not a grueling for him. He's not doing these forever. Well, even even with well, him doing uh, Riri's uh, Ironheart, yeah. Yeah, doing the yeah. a voiceover for the AI. On he's doing that in his house. Yeah, hell, you he come here and do that in Rich's fucking garage or you the can, closet sure, or whatever. You can put him on. Sure you know, Richard enjoy that. <laughs> you can put him on a green screen and just so that way you can put him in a, as a hologram. Yeah, yeah. It's not you just record him against a green screen when he's doing the actual recording. Yeah. yeah. So then we get to phase six. November 8th, phase 2024 six. is the Fantastic Four movie. Starring John Krasinski. Which he won't confirm. Or and deny. Every, and or everybody is pissed off. So then we I get don't, a, I don't think it's him. I think it's stupid to assume it's him right now. It's uh-huh. so far away anyway. Yeah. It's just. We get to, we get a lot of spaces that aren't filled yet to get to November, excuse me, to get to May 2nd, 2025. Avengers the King Dynasty. Another setup movie. And then we get Avengers Secret War, November 7th, 2025. So you have Secret War. The, the, the two things that I'm seeing in almost every nerd group and comic group is who's playing the Fantastic Four. It feels like the Cap uh, Thor thing from the beginning. I could see them being introduced there. to D23. It's so far out, I don't think they have any idea yeah. what they want to do. Because filming on that's going to start soon. How soon? Probably by the end of the year. Maybe. You're probably going to be the start of next year. Why Why start shooting just before a holiday break? It, so just, depend, got time. it just depends on how much, how, how many, how much CGI they're going to use in it. And the other thing is, is, I don't think they know who they want to use. Because the reaction to... to if you pay attention to it, the reaction to John Krasinski was not all. No, I understand. Ethan's the perfect example of that he yeah. was clamoring, clamoring. We got it. Was not clamoring. We got it, and then we saw it, and then we said, "You know what? I don't think I want that." Yep. Um, the second thing is is what the Secret War is because Secret Wars has been a title of two major events, well, actually three. Secret Wars is remembered fondly, but people don't remember that it was made up mm-hmm. because of a toy company. Right. Toy company wanted to do the Marvel toys. They needed a, 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 a unifying thing. And they said, hey, 
make a story up that has, you know, Doom and Mr. Fantastic and Storm and Spider-Man and Wolverine all in the same place. And then we'll do figures for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they decided to use it to make the, the, the simpler Spidey costume, the black costume, which was made because I think people just just tired of drawing stupid lines all over it. <laughs> um, it's not a great story. Uh, it falls under the idea of, you know, oh, look, the good guys are fighting the good guys. Let's do that again. Or it could be the Battle World Secret Wolves from Jonathan, Jonathan Hickman, which really is the end of his Fantastic Four run. Well, but as a major part with the thing with that one is the Avengers aren't really they're not Avengers in it, mm-hmm. you know, and there aren't Avengers in the original Secret War either. It's just a bunch of individual characters that come together. They're not an that actual have been team. part of the what Avengers. if you change it and combine the two? The thing is, is you can change it or combine it to, or it's just an idea, you know, much like the Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity uh, Infinity War really is an Infinity Gauntlet. If you read Infinity Gauntlet, sure. except for the snap, nothing's the same. Right. The, if the heroes get together and stop them, sure. There's a few things. Like, uh, the but stuff that happens really with isn't... Nebula is pretty much the same. To, well, no, I take no. that back. Nebula, Nebula wears the gauntlet in the in the book. To take that, Nebula, some of the things that happen. There's no death. There's no Mephisto. Correct. There's no cosmic tribunal. There's no co- you know not the cosmic ones. There's no Adam Warlock. There's no Silver Surfer. Yeah. There's no Fantastic Four. There's no Galactus. There's no, Beta Ray Bill's in it too. This, isn't he? Everybody's in it. Yeah. Well, not everybody because the X Men weren't in it because the X Men office was so powerful at the time. We're like, no, we're not going to give you our yeah. characters. Here, take Scott, and he dies like immediately. Um. They can use these because the Thunderbolts is going to be the same thing. The Thunderbolts are created in a very different way, correct? Than any way that they can do here, unless they're just all of a sudden going. The spirit could be there with having Valentina said, "There's no real Avengers left." Right. The Avengers team is gone. The U.S. government's going to make our own Avengers team, and it's all people of questionable Question. morals. Put them together instead of Citizen V which is Baron Zemo going, we're going to make a team of heroes. Right. And we're going to be awesome at it. And then we're going to flip the switch and we're going to take over a small country or whatever his ultimate plan was. You know, in comics, it's always like, we'll take over the world. And then they take over the world. Like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks ass. Um, so I think that the, the name is there. Mm-hmm. But remember, but the this story whole line phase is four, five, and six is the multiverse saga. So, it could be wrapping up this. The Secret Wars could be pulling people from the multiverse. I think we we know that Kang's already in three things in the first season of Loki. Loki, he's going to be in Quantum Mania. He'll uh-huh. be in the second season of Loki. So you're going to get a he lot. Maybe Kang. in Fantastic Four. He's probably in Fantastic Four. I said when we were talking about this before in our pre-show meeting. Um, I think Fantastic Four sets Kang up as the bad guy. Sure. Just shows how powerful he is. And maybe it is. The secret war idea for Hickman's is the incursion idea. Mm-hmm. That the universes are coming together. And when they do, when there's an incursion, which is what we get in Doctor Strange 2, the idea that there are incursions. Well, we also got a little bit of that in Loki, too. Yeah. But the idea in the, in the comics is, because it's funny, it, it goes into what happens between... Black Panther and, and T'Challa, uh, Black Panther, T'Challa and Namor, is as these two Earths start to combine, only one of them can exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers story is the heroes figure out how to push those worlds apart, but it's getting worse. And the 
Illuminati there in New Avengers has this idea of like, look, if it gets really bad, we're going to blow up the other Earth. Mm-hmm. We're just going to knock it out of existence. And then Steve's like, we can't do this. Dr. Strange erases his mind. Because they were already doing Avengers. it with a few of the Earths. There were like 32 of them that they blew up. Uh, it might be after they do they do Cap. When they I think, yeah, yeah, it might be. But the, big, the, the idea is the first time that you really see it is when right. Namor does it. Right. And everybody hates him for it. And it's... It, Something happens to Wakanda and then they start fighting or whatever. But he he knows he's got to do it and he's got to be the bad guy because somebody's yeah. got to do it and he's the only one that can do it. Um, he's the only one that's willing to do will, it. Yes, yes. I got to protect my Atlantis at any cost because he blows up the other world. Yeah. And everybody gets mad. But in that in those holes in phase six, we may get a Namor movie. We may get another Spider-Man movie. We'll probably see another Spider-Man movie. Maybe we see... Iron War, Iron, Armor Wars. Armor there. Wars there, yeah. If we get an Iron Man four, maybe, probably not, but maybe, X Men. That's the other idea. That's the other idea. Is that um, what they did you see who's do? going to be who's the villain in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three? The High Evolutionary. Yeah. So see, it's not it's not too far with all these other quote unquote super villains and, and you know, super super villains and, and things that you know to bring in the Beyonder for Secret Wars. Yeah, just see who's playing him. No, it's the it's the the uh, the head of the Suicide Squad team, the the the, the black guy, Idris Elba. No, no, in the in the show, Peacemaker. Sorry, the Peacemaker show. Oh, the bug is that confirmed? Yeah, he, he walked out in the high. high uh, the oh high no no no! You're talking about the High Evolution. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Beyonder because James Gunn only uses the same five people. Because I was say, yes. if you're going to do the Beyonder, you get Sam Elliott to be the Beyonder. This is the way Beyonder looks. You get like Justin Bieber to play him. <laughs> some punk ass kid with a wig. But but where they're going because that you can tie the Eternals in with everything. You know, the type of vill- when you have the Fantastic Four and some of the Fantastic Four villains, it makes it easier to tie the Eternals in. Sure, I think they just want to forget the Eternals. I don't think so because they already said that. Um, um, if they announce Eternals two, then I'll be like, okay. Uh, what's his name? One Direction is coming back. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, but that's not an Eternals thing. That's a that's a God thing. You well, it does say the Eternals will return, but you know, I mean, they, they, may, they may not do that. But I mean, we're probably not going to see Dane until Thunderbolts. My guess is the Black Knight's going to be a Thunderbolt because of the sword. Sure, needs blood. Uh, no, it's, it's just it's fascinating. I mean, and we've been talking for an hour and a half on Marvel. This should have just been you know MCU instead of. Uh, Comic Con, no, I mean, we talked a little you, bit about how we hated Comic Con, but really, com- that that dominated. Com- I mean, listen, even with DC bringing the Rock in in full Black Adam costume and standing full, above full blackface and standing over the crowd, you know, on a hoist that went up and down. Yeah, and then you could hear in the crowd like, "When's the MCU panel start?" <laughs> People still are you in Guardians? They talked about that for literally five minutes, and then it became. They didn't even talk about that. I, I was, I was, we went to dinner that night, and I was like. Didn't DC have their panel today? And like I don't know, we, nobody saw yeah. any news for it. Well, no, you guys were like, "Oh, what, what did they announce?" And we like, they didn't announce anything. Black they, Adam and Shazam. And Black That's Adam it. comes out in two months. Yeah, three months. There is DC. There's a lot DC needs to talk about that they're not going to. Sure, 
But there was nothing about there was nothing about uh, Batgirl. There's nothing about Batgirl. There's nothing about what they're doing with Flashpoint. There's there was nothing, nothing about, about uh, Restore the Snyderverse. There's there was nothing, nothing about, with, with Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. There was nothing, nothing with, with Aquaman. There's, there's, we know Aquaman. The Aquaman two news was this week, which was just put on IGN because it was something that Jason Momoa shared a picture of. Right, and that's that Ben Affleck plays Batman in Aquaman two. Who knows for how long, but I immediately said there's going to be three different actors uh-huh. playing Bruce Wayne as Batman within a year. We're going to have Robert Pattinson in the Batman movie. We'll have Michael Keaton in Batgirl, in, in Batgirl and, and Flash. Flashpoint. And we're going to have Ben Affleck. So for a universe that has been struck, or a, a, a company that has been struggling establishing a universe and running into that idea that I said after, you know, after Justice League. You're not going to fire Jason Momoa, and you're not going to fire Gail Godot. No. You're desperate for those people to do as many of those films as you can. But everybody else in that movie, you don't care one way or the other. Ben Affleck was already like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Henry Cavill's sort of like, I got a Witcher show. I don't I don't need to be Superman anymore. I'm doing too, many, I'm doing too much right well, now. Well, I mean, he, he, he is supposed to make a cameo in Black, Black Adam. He was also supposed to show up in San Diego. There was a huge rumor yeah. that he was going to show up in San Diego and announce a new Superman movie. That and then didn't he, happen. And there's a possibility they might show up in Shazam. But if they, they show up in Shazam, it's probably going to be the same thing that happened in Peacemaker. Sure. You know? And it'll just be, but there was you know, no, there was no, there was nothing whatever. about DC television there. There's either. nothing at DC television. There's no Peacemaker suit too. There's no, and it, we've gotten to a point where the most successful thing that DC has done, and recently, is a Harley Quinn animated show that's R rated, and 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 uh, Peacemaker. Even then, nobody talks about that. But as much here's as the thing: do you show. think that they are purposely waiting because they do the DC fandom? I don't think it's purposely waiting. I think it's they don't know what to tell you. I'm sure because that's a big thing. We went to the GI Joe classified panel and we listened to Emily, who's the marketing director for GI Joe classified up there. Say there was that movie, that snake eyes movie that we don't talk about. We don't, you know, internally, we don't talk about it. We don't, that's huge to me. You don't say that in a corporate environment. Correct. You never, it's like this. Why we don't, especially as much as they were were talking about it and putting behind it. We're not going to do anything with the snake eyes movie going forward. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen? That's kind of the the spin doctor for right. it. For her to openly admit that they don't talk about a film, a G.I. Joe film, uh-huh. that's a lot. DC's All of DC's questions are, what are you doing with Ezra Miller? Yeah. What are you doing with the Snyderverse? Where's Henry Cavill? If, what's happening what, with Amber Heard? What's Ben Affleck? Why Did Ham, did Amber Heard shit in the toilet of... of <laughs> Where does, Amber, where does Amber Heard shit when she's in Atlantis? Does she have floaters that just go up? <laughs> um, this is terrible. <laughs> but none of their questions, you know, we're going to Marvel like, who's playing this? Who's going to be there? Who does Warlock do? Who's going to be in the thing? What does Kang do? It's all story-related questions. Oh, yeah. It's all casting questions. Everything for DC is, what the hell are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What are you... If they were to, to, to kind of finish this thing, you get past Flashpoint, you get past whatever... Uh, James Gunn has said Galaxy of the Guardians 3 is the last <laughs> Guardians movie. Yes, and they probably you want know, him to do a Suicide Squad 2 only, for it. My question is, do you take James Gunn and make him Kevin, Kevin Feige, Feige no. of DC? I, it, you yeah. don't? No. With how big Guardians was? Because James Gunn is a director, he's not a producer. He's a producer too. He's a yes, producer on he, almost all of those films. But he's more. But he, he's more of a director slash writer. He can still be a director and a writer. How awesome are you as a writer who get to help steer an entire universe? I, Would you have gotten have the sensibilities see, to Kevin, save DC? Kevin Feige's kind of an anomaly 
Anomaly. An anomaly. An anomaly. He's a sea creature? An anemone? <laughs> um, because he started Kevin Feige at, is George Lucas. But in listen, a way, he, he started stuff. out as a associate producer on Spider-Man and X-Men. But yeah. because People of his the, knowledge, the of, MCU started with Avi Arad, right? But but because of and his we all knowledge, that John Favreau was going to run everything, and he didn't even direct Avengers. Correct. Because of his knowledge of Marvel, he got promoted to producers on these films, and got to the point where somebody said, "Wait a minute, he knows more about Marvel comics and stuff I than half these people making these films." It's not a knowledge thing; it's that Kevin Feige can do it. Sure, he's got the logistical charm. He has logistics, he has an eye for talent, and he knows where to put people and when to put them. He also knows when to st- take a step back. That's the, Yeah, it was right after Endgame. Like, no, no, just, no, what I mean is... what I mean is yourself from... No, just step back and let other people do he, it. That's what I'm saying. You don't think James Gunn can do that? I, if you tell James Gunn, look, you come in here, you help develop where this is, the next time we do a Justice League movie, it's yours. You don't think he takes that? I think he takes that. I don't know if he takes being in charge, being the president of DC Films. He's not. He's Kevin Feige's a president of a film company, but also is a corporate structure. He doesn't sit there and say, "Hey, by the way, every movie's going to cost six hundred million dollars." Sure. The mouse isn't gonna be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever you want. You're the boss." The mouse I is mean, like, "You're it, out of your mind." It's like the misconception with Kathleen Kennedy. She's not. Kathleen Kennedy runs the studio. She has no creative control. Exactly. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having a creative, a singular creative vision. Kevin, they Feige, tried that though with 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 Snyder. You don't do it. With, that's the thing. You pick the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Of course, Snyder start, was also trying to direct all the movies too and write all the he movies. Did all the movies? He wanted his wife to do the movies. He doesn't have a great eye for talent. All of his movies are forty-five hours long because sure. they're all in slow mo. If if James Gunn would to say James take over Gunn and then say, is, hold on, from a creative standpoint, to be able to have the vision to say, okay, we're going to do a Superman movie, we're going to do a Batman film, we're going to do a Flash film, we're going to do a Wonder Woman film, then we're going to do Justice League. These four first films have to be thematically in sort of the same tone so that our Justice League movie is too. Once that's done, we can switch the tone. Gunn led the switch of the tone of the, of the Marvel U just by making a single film sure. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Taika Waititi does not get hired if Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't exist. I agree with that. There's not a chance in hell. Russo Brothers probably don't get hired. The, the Russo Brothers, it's pretty close because the Russo Brothers were... Because remember, they were com- they were they were the comic Russo writers. Were, yeah, but Russo brothers were already hired. They they did Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, the reason the, the Russo brothers don't get hired if Joss Whedon doesn't get burned out at, on Age of Ultron. Very true. And they go to the Russo brothers. But that's the thing. That's the eye for talent. Kevin Feige knew those two guys can handle this. Mm-hmm. So let's go talk to them. Hey guys, what would you do? Funk. You know, the, the, the urban myth that they just put down a folder that's got 600 pages in it. Yeah. We do this and this and this and this. We got to do Civil War and Civil War's this. And then this is there and the Infinity Gauntlet. And this happens here. And we're going to put this in and we're going to do this. You guys are in charge of this. Now, knowing that those two guys are sort of your lieutenants, what is every movie going to be? Mm-hmm. The Russo brothers, Feige, are looking at, and why I think James Gunn is listed as a producer on those two Avengers films is, that's the tone we want to go for. Well, I think it also has to do with has, the fact that the Guardians were in it. Has a has a comedic tone. It has a vibe to it. It has a feel. It has a, a you know, the je ne sais quoi. Gravitas. Let's, yeah, let's look for, we can, 
Could you I, guess, I, I guess Ant- I can see it. I guess I can see it. Ant-Man would never exist in phase one. No, even though when it was supposed to. When you got to that point, having that movie and that sensibility makes sense. It fits mm-hmm. in perfectly with Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy and Galaxy 2 and, 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 and those types of films where it's, Black Panther is almost an, an outlier and that it's not a comedy. Right. It has funny elements in it, mm-hmm. but it's just sort of like, hmm. Um, well, Doctor Strange, you could say that with too. Doctor Strange too, and that's the, the thing. Doctor Strange also not Doctor Strange too. Uh, but the thing, yeah, it's someone who's looking at talent, right? Someone who is helping to make sure that the pyramid all goes to the top. Mm-hmm. Sure, every brick that you're putting in serves a greater purpose. That's not the DC. No, the definitely not. Joker's great for you. You spent forty million dollars on a picture that made like eight hundred million. Great. Joker to me but is still Joker the same vein as, as the Dark Knight series. But it's also, Joker doesn't do anything for you in the long term. No. No, if you see Joker and then you go, Joker. If you see Joker and then you go see Wonder Woman. They don't, me- they they don't mesh at all. It, yeah. There's no point to this. Yeah. So if that's what DC wants, that my feeling is DC doesn't want that. They had said for a while, like, we're just going to do films that don't really make any sense. They're just going to exist for the character. There you have Batman. Well, they were so. Batman doesn't serve a greater purpose. What Batman is, the Batman, is to do two more films that are nine hours long. Right. And lots of rain. Rain <laughs> and so dark. much. And dark. dark. And it's raining all the time, and yet there's just random fires all over Gotham. <laughs> that made no sense to me. Those are oil fires, Chris. Those, those are, are ass fires. You can't those put those out, out with water. Um, also, why does it take Bruce nine minutes to cross a room? <laughs> or, the, oh, or stick his hand in a bat cage. But um, but I was waiting for the end. It says you know directed by Zack Snyder. Oh, with special direction by John Woo. I get it. I get it now. Well, remember we used to joke about doing a uh, Michael Bay Zack Snyder John Woo movie. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was just it was, it was just a rocket fired out of a rocket launcher and, and it's just forty five minutes. There's of an dubs, explosion. Yeah, forty five minutes of it just going across the screen. And there's doves coming up behind it, and then the explosion takes another hour. And there's American flag set at sunset. It's definitely sunset. The the doves are are the doves have American flags on their wings. <laughs> They're painted in red. Oh, and I thought blue. they I thought they flew past an American. No, flag. no, there's no matter. That's the thing. No, they, they fly the, in formation too. The wings <laughs> the wings have the red and blue ah, stripes gotcha. on them, and then they're lit by a setting sun. Uh-huh. And then the next shot, it's midnight. And then the next shot, it's a setting sun again. <laughs> Do you know in Transformers it takes four hours for the sun to set in Texas? Um, yeah, DC, I, I think a lot of they're waiting on Fandome and uh, they have no idea what they're doing. And that's the thing is, do you want to give it to some, or is it still this? It's because what, so isn't Batgirl supposed to come out this year? Batgirl's been four different movies since we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We have, we've looked at the MCU as a whole and there's one misstep and it's in, in humans. And the even idea I, of I what mean, we decided, what we thought in humans was going to be, is not what it became, and it didn't because we all of a sudden got our most popular character back. We're putting in another film, so we're not going to make Inhumans a film. We're going to make it a, a terrible TV series. We're going to release it in IMAX, and the only thing that matters for it is the same dude played Black Bolt in Doctor Strange Two. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry. Um, it just, but DC, you've got flops all over the place. You have ostensibly terrible films in Suicide Squad, the first one, Wonder Woman 84, Justice League, divisive fans over, even the films that you love, the, the, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, there are people like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened 
I, I, I miraculously birthed three kids out of my penis. It was so amazing. <laughs> and then you have other people like, no, it's just long and boring. Mm. You know? Yeah, I, I, um, I think because Batgirl says it's supposed to be 2022. <laughs> But it also, also she'll lie. But it also says it's in post production. So, well, no, you remember we saw that article that said Batgirl wrapped, and we're like, it was shooting. Yeah, like yeah. we didn't even know that it was shooting. Well, no, then we there was the article that it was, was like Fan Four Stick, where it was in like oh it, oh it shot three mm-hmm. weeks in Atlanta. That's not going to be a good. But they film. they said that you know it was getting great reviews for fan screenings and yeah, like, like what well, executive screenings. Yeah, or, yeah. Or what is saying like oh it's. It's a great movie. Yeah, but we see what executives do with movies. I'm not trusting an executive. But also, the executives on DC, you see the type of movies they're putting out. Is it they really, can't even have executives with DC. Is I that mean, something I really trust as their opinion on what's a great movie? DC Comics has had like three publishers since the New 52. Yeah, but also look at look at Warner Brothers as a company, all right? They were merged with AT&T, which was a disaster, mm-hmm. you know, with, with creatively. Then now, yeah, the, the article that, that I think I shared with everybody, the, the people looking at it and saying well, the problem with AT&T is it's not a creative company. Right. That would be like if Disney was bought by GE. Right. You know? And GE owned Universal for a long time. They yes. owned NBC. Yes. Not Universal. Sorry. They owned NBC. That was a... Letterman always joked about... Every MCU movie would be, hey, isn't this great washer dryer? <laughs> you, get many, the, you, get the super, you get the Maytag man in there. How many superheroes does it take to, to screw in a light bulb? Well, it's the GE the G- <laughs> 6000. Just one. <laughs> Look at that! One click. Spider Man grabs it and the, the new light bulb and turns he, it on. No, he can't. He just like dunk. Tony gets one of his drones to come up. Yeah. But the idea of of a company like AT and T that is not a creative company that buys a creative company and then tries to run it, yes, and run its creative divisions, always disaster. But now you get the whole thing with to the point with, where they had to have Discovery. They you know that's what I'm saying. Bought Discovery come in and be like, okay, Discovery does it. And Discovery's like, we only know how to make like the same four right. home improvement shows. <laughs> but Discovery now is God, in control. Discovery. They're in they're in control of it and they're changing, you know, once again they're changing the personnel and everything. So they've been in upheaval in the upper management part for years. Mm-hmm. And when I say that like what would it would be interesting if if what would you give to, you know turn it over to James Gunn or whatever? My advice to James Gunn is don't take that job. <laughs> right. I'll just if when they offer you Suicide Squad two, take it. Make the show you want. Get out. Then wait, because Kevin Feige will be retiring in just a few years. Could you imagine if they hired Kevin Feige? I mean, that's what I if thought. If they take like two years off, they're just like, you know what? We're not going to do DC films for a while. I was going to say we'll that earlier, but then I thought, no, I don't even that put was, that, that out in the, the universe. The, the the sort of um. Before he started on X-Men, there was the rumor that Jonathan Hickman was working on something big. Right. And the rumor was that what people started to do is that DC had hired him to revamp mm-hmm. Justice League and their entire line. Yeah. What he did with, with the X-Men, which is basically recreate the status quo for X-Men mm. with Krakoa as their island, the fact that mutants, you know, mutants can be reborn, uh-huh. blah, 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 all that stuff that's there. He was going to do that for the entire line. That was the rumor. And then, of course, X-Men's announced. Well, oh, you remember that not too long ago, DC, uh, Warner Brothers announced that Jeff Johns was going to take over. <laughs> That's mis- that, that didn't happen. No. Ray Fisher kind of got rid of that. Yeah, that um, was, he was going to take over. Remember, he was going to be in charge of it all, and he was going to take over for mm-hmm. Snyder and, and really... Trust me. I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Um... <sighs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that I was Comic Con. I think DC 
needs a creative control person. Totally. And to make a a decision and to tell people like, look, we're going to do Batman films that are not in this. We're going to do Batman films by themselves. We're going to do a Joker film by itself. And then the rest of the DCU exists. I don't, I I could, here's why I would do that. mm. Because when you do enter him into Robert Pattinson's done, you've got your two, three Joaquin Phoenix movies. You end that much like they ended Christopher Nolan. Like, okay, that's done. After you do however many movies you do in a, in a connected DCU multi or multi or multi films, your excitement factor is everybody knows Batman. We put Batman into there. Then and if you're going to do it. that, you don't do the quote unquote DCEU films for a while. You just finish up with what the, the films that you want to do. That's though. what I'm saying. And then if five to 10 years it, down the road, you, do you right start now. your DC universe. You're not going to let, let's do the hypothetical that they go to James Gunn and say, starting next year, we want you to run the DCU. DCU. Yeah. Once this after flashpoint, it's all yours. If he says, yeah, let's take five years off while they finish all that. And then we'll start with a DCEU. No. Right. We're paying you $20 million to do this now. Okay. But also you can't, you can't cancel Matt Reeves's Batman trilogy and you can't cancel Joker two. Okay. I don't want two Batman running around at the same time Mm -hmm. for me. If it was me, that's what I would do. That patience is a virtue thing. Marvel started with Iron Man because it knew if we screw up Iron Man, it's not the end of the world because he wasn't that popular character at the time. Right. Everybody knew who he was, but he didn't have this line. We screw up Captain America, we're screwed. Right. You know, even then they were like, we screw up Hulk. Eh. It's already been done. <laughs> you know, it's been done a couple of times. And that's why they didn't want to screw it up. Uh-huh. But, and, and once it works, then you're like, okay, now we're in overdrive. Well, that's you why, you, that's work, why they've you waited get... so long to do the Fantastic Four movie now that mm-hmm. they've owned it. You know, you get that you gotta, bad taste of the other one you out. You got to get it right. That's the thing. Is everyone's expecting you with and Fantastic you got to put Four, it in at the right time with the X Men. The X Men in the same way. Once you get it, we know how bad it can be. Yeah. We've seen that. Yeah, you have to get it right. The sequels for Star Wars, you got to get it right. Some people say they did. Some most people say they don't. It's ti- it it's is. timing though. Also, it's always timing. You know, if, if you're if you're going to put it in, you're telling an overall our the story. Timing, the timing thing for me is to not have two Batman at the same time. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is our this is our kitty safe Batman, and this is our sorry slow motion. Yeah, I, honestly, I think bringing bringing Michael Keaton back into as a Batman now works well, where you can put him in and just get to the Batman Beyond if you want to do that. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that. No, I don't think they're doing that at all. Doesn't sound like I think me. Michael Keaton is just fan service. Yeah, I agree. Well, I really he was supposed do. to be fan service just for the Flashpoint movie. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. He was supposed to be a cameo fan service thing for it. And then they're like, hey, so um, this dude's been beating up Hawaii. It looks really bad. Uh, can just all you, of Hawaii. <laughs> can you do some more stuff? But because it also makes... Think of it right now. That's the only person that anyone likes. <laughs> oh, sure. But Michael it, Keaton and Jason Momoa might be the only two people that anybody cares about. Yeah. But it also makes sense in Batgirl because you can use him as an older Batman where he's kind of, you know, working his way out of being... What if Batgirl is the Batman Beyond story, but it's just with a girl? I think that's what it is. It's interesting. It'd be interesting. All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Are we? Yes. That was Comic-Con. No, it wasn't. It's way, it's way too uncrowded here to be Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Russ on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram is Nerdables. If this was Comic-Con, there'd be $9 nachos somewhere. Hey, did you see Doug was uh, sending us a message or two this week? 
from shows from six months ago. From six months ago. <laughs> yeah, he said we went way off the rails. And I was like, yeah, so every show is about 30% more scatterbrained than the ones before. So future Doug, <laughs> we have rails. Doug. <laughs> we have rails. Yeah, but they don't exist. We don't really <laughs> see them because we're so far off of them every show. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we see, this one we actually got at least one rail. We wrote some stuff down before we started. I'm surprised we, we haven't been driving down. through bushes at this point. <laughs> oh, it's it's over the cliff. The bushes are hanging in space in the middle of the cliff. <laughs> and for Chris and Ethan, I'm RA saying we will talk to you next time. Yeah, when he wrote that, I was like, wait till you get to the one we just we just did. And <laughs> now with thirty percent more scatterbrains. <laughs> Any topics. There we get to the one where I put, you can just skip this one if you want. Always a great idea.